if you try sometimes, well, you might find. Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 280. Charlotte Summerwell Podcast recording in the basement. And I was just talking to the fellas. This is going to be like a little wide open spaces, free for all pod. Not too many topics planned. We'll just get it going here. But uh, Chris, been a while. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Tired. Feeling <laughs> old. Follow me on Instagram. You saw I tried to do that 5K. The Achilles ended up holding up. And the damn hamstring was like, nah, son. <laughs> so I I went too hard on Thursday, did like four miles and just like literally just hurt my hamstring. So I ended up like just power walking this whole five K. But I did it though. I did it. I <laughs> nice. paid the money to do it. I was for sure doing it. So. <laughs> well uh Rest- where can people find you on the socials if you want to be found? Uh, on Instagram, Bushemi's Kid. All right. And we've got him back. He's got the Bobcats hat on, I'm guessing, because the Hornets have been struggling recently. So, Lurs, man, how you doing? Doing all right. How uh, how are you, sir? Can't, you know, not too bad for a Tuesday, but, you know, March 1st, I guess, too. So, weather's getting a little warmer, getting a little nicer, so can't complain there. But, yeah, man. Absolutely. How about, yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. Lose day reminds me of uh, our <laughs> freaking teams lately so. yeah but yeah what's new you know? <laughs> i know i know we were, we were so i think the last time you were on lures we were kind of feeling optimistic and positive about the hornets and now it just seems like they win a good one and then drop Complete. two in a row and it's just like what is going on yeah we'll i will get into that <laughs> we'll get into that but uh yeah uh you can find me uh what twitter harold jenderson boom all right and then the man with the weedy shirt on. How you doing, Duvall? Actually, Chris, not to like outshine you, but Duvall ran like some thirty mile race, like ten mile <laughs> split this past <laughs> weekend. So I wasn't bragging about. <laughs> <running>. <laughs> I was, he was proud very of realistic. Yeah, <laughs> I was being very real about my abilities to run, and they're not that high. So <laughs> no shocker that he was able to do that. Well, 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 Chris, I can tell you, man, I, I'm glad you were able to do it, man. And, and if you're going to pay that money, you were able to get out and do it, man. That's good. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I did, uh, I did do. It was a, it was a damn to damn relay uh, down like on the other side of Columbia and Lake uh, uh, Lake Murray. Um, no relation to the people that my last name is Murray, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it was a, it was a hundred k, which is sixty two miles, and it was six of us so we kind of all broke it up to about 10 or so miles give or take some people had a little more some people had less but uh we finished 28 out of 100 and i think 50 or 100 plus teams so i think it was it was pretty good um i held my own um i got passed by a lot of people but i passed a lot of people too so so chris you know it's all about the cardio and um i'm pretty sure the next time you do one you'll stretch a little bit more too but uh if you're if you're looking for me it's uh, Rod versus Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram. All right, for me, oh, Jerry. Real quick, real quick. Go ahead, Chris. I, 
I walked the whole 5K, and I still was like 1,100 out of 1,600. <laughs> so I don't know what 500 people were doing. I, how does that even make sense? I, uh, they were speed walking. They were speed walking. Or maybe they just signed up and didn't show up and didn't even like participate. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to go with that one. <laughs> All right, for me, JRL Nation on Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, and then obviously find our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff, and then subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got uh, Beerio Cards, Brewer Reviews, reaction videos, all that good stuff, and was just talking to Chris a little bit earlier about joining for our uh, uh, NFL Draft shenanigans we got going on here soon, so we'll do the first round of the NFL Draft as well like we did last year. If you're a fan of another team, send me in your uh, reactions and we'll go from there, so... Let's dive into it. I think I lost you guys for a second, but you're back, so that's good. Uh, yeah, we talked. There we, we go. There we go. You're back. We, we were talking a little Hornets. I know Chris now is feeling good because he's a Sixers fan. You know, Ooh. yeah. Chris, we'll let the positive people go first before we get too negative. How are you feeling <laughs> after this recent feeling, trade? I mean, I'll be, all right. I'm feeling positive, but I'm not like you know. It's pretty much championship or bust now that's like the vibe around the team but i'm not getting my hopes that high you know um it's you gotta win some playoff series before gotta get to the finals make an effort to or the conference finals then make an effort to get to the finals before i'm really gonna like try to have that pedestal you know championship mentality but um i'll be honest I wasn't ever really big on Harden, man. He's a big-time scorer, but, like, his lack of defense, and I don't know, man. I just never I never grabbed a hold of his game and became a fan of it. But 2-0 with him, so I ain't, I'm not going to complain about wins either. So um, positive, I think, is the, the right word there, and that's about where I want to stay. I want to get too high about it and get uh, let down if you got your hopes up too high. So tough league. All right, and we'll we'll let uh Lurs let's see your venting here about the Hornets. Uh, I recently. mean, I think I'm out of venting because just everything, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just all from the last time I was on. You know, we were looking pretty good. Hayward yeah. had just got hurt, but ever since it seems like we haven't won a game pretty much. <laughs> and then when we do, we lose to the worst team in the league. I just don't. I mean, it's clear we didn't get a true center at the deadline. Yeah. And I think injury to Hayward, it was the main reason why we didn't try to make a move like that. But at some point, we got to stop doing the same thing yeah. over and over again. And it, I, I've been a big uh, James Borrego fan since his start here, and I think he's a good coach. But, I mean, at some point – I can't defend him anymore when we've won two games out of our last 12. Like, yeah. at some point, it does have to fall on coaching if the roster is the same. And, I mean, it's not necessarily fair to him that he hasn't had a center his whole time being coached. <laughs> but if you haven't had one for that long, you got to figure it out. Yeah. And I don't understand some of the moves he's made recently, like – we were getting out-rebounded so bad versus Detroit, and he's just kept Montrez Harrell on the bench. It's yeah. like, what's the point of having him? And then I don't I don't understand what's going on with Book Night either. That's a whole another thing. I think there's – it's just not 
good vibes right now. And even though LaMelo, you know, made the all-star teams having a great year, I mean, then he came out versus Detroit, and they, I mean, he had a horrible game. So, I mean, he's obviously we're not there yet, and it's a little unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think but, I, I remember last time I was really watched, I tuned into him, Book Knight seems to still have like a wrist injury, but they're not talking about it because it feels like every time him and LaMelo play and they get on the bench, they just massage their wrists. Like LaMelo still has that, he does that massage from last year's break. It doesn't seem to affect him too much. He has his hot and cold streaks, but I mean, he still was an all star. But Book Knight, there was something there. I mean, obviously, with the screaming match from what a couple weeks ago that happened. Yeah. I mean, he is still, I mean, I, I didn't realize he was 21, so. When he got, the, yeah, I mean, you know, he's young. He's he's young, so I, I don't, you know, I don't get mad at him for getting kicked out of that UConn game when he was visiting over the All Star break. Yeah. He's just young and probably it. saying wild stuff, which we've all done when we were that young, right? Had a couple beverages yeah. at a, at our alma mater for a weekend, just what, cutting loose. What's funny? I was watching that game and I, I saw these guys on the sideline from the start of the game, like they were hamming it up pretty good, and I yeah. was like, oh, that's, I was jealous of. Them. And yeah. then I see on Twitter that they got kicked out, and it was book night, and then he sneaks into the stands. I was like, oh, that makes sense. But, I mean, he, I mean, he's clearly frustrated, too, that he's not playing. Yeah. And I get it when we're getting beat in games by 20, 30 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't – I mean, I know he can play now on the offensive end. He scored well when he's played. I mean, and we don't have many guys that are good on defense. So, yeah. At, at, at that point, especially now, I mean, we're pretty much locked into the 10 seed. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see – I mean, Brago's got to figure something out. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I still think he deserves one more year, but I could easily see a scenario where he's gone. Yeah. They I, make the move the pan, the Panthers should have made, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I And, and you know, it's interesting, too, because I feel like almost like a time is a flat circle with both these franchises – Yes, we, I feel like with mm-hmm. the when we did the same thing with the Bobcats when they weren't playing some of those young guys when they needed that 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 juice, you know, like play book night, throw Kai Jones in more. The only way you get better yeah. is to play, and it's not like you said, it's not like Mason Plumlee is a is a world beater out there. And Harold, he was treated, he's good, but again, let's rotate some other I mean, guys in he's there. He's only six. He's only six seven. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even play Plumley in the fourth quarters because yeah. he shoots free throws so bad. Yeah. And it just blows my mind. The guy shot 68% from the free throw line last year, shooting second worst in NBA history right now. It just makes makes no sense, and it's just it's frustrating. But I, I hope this offseason we got to do something or we're going we're gonna to start getting to the scary times. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. It's a kind of – and to kind of add to that, man, you know, I, I think um, that we, we do have our moments and we have our spurts where we're really good. But I think consistency is really the difficult part about the Hornets, which we can also say the Panthers' consistency, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm all for playing the younger talent. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to play them 50 minutes, but at least give them some type of time to really develop. I mean, you look at around, you look around the league. A lot of teams' first-round draft picks are actually playing. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course, LaMelo was a top three, five pick. He had no choice but to play. But, I mean, if you still look around, some of those guys that were mid-round picks, they're playing significant minutes. So why not play book night? And I, I get it. You've got Oubre. You've got a lot of those guys that play a lot of the same positions that are interchangeable. 
Yeah. But, I mean, you can still throw him in there. And when you when they give LaMelo a break and, and, and just, just see what you've got there. Because, I mean, at this point, yeah, we could we could sneak into the playoffs. We maybe not. But also we're playing for what we're going to see what we got next year. Yeah. Because a lot of these guys, of That's, course, as you know, trade value, you know, you exactly. can see what you're going to get in the offseason. Um, you can see what you – I mean, obviously, I, well, I, don't, I can't say obviously. You're going to see what you're going to do with Bridges because you've got to do something with him. And you've got to find a solid two guard because, of course, you gave Rozier a little bit more money, but he's also still a smaller guy as well. Yeah, Booknight's not not big either. He's like a combo guard too. So you yeah. got a lot of the same position guys. We don't have a defensive specialist on a team unless you want to consider Errol one, who he can also he gets a lot of garbage buckets. But you yeah. still need a solid defender because, as Chris was talking him. earlier. Cody Martin's going to be a free agent, too, so he's our exactly. best defender, and he's probably going to be gone because yeah. we can't afford to pay him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And see, as Chris was talking about, his, his 76ers, who he's, you know, he's at least looking forward to the playoffs. The one thing that I, I have concerns with them is it's just on the defensive end because Harden is one of the biggest liabilities on defense. So, I mean, at least Ben Simmons, all, which sounds bad, offensively, he made up for it on the defensive end, too. He may only give you 10 points and seven, eight rebounds, six assists. Harden may give you more, but defensively, he's still got to be able to do something. Because defense in any sport, football, basketball, whatever it is, that's gonna, what's going to get you the title. I mean, you saw what happened in the Super Bowl. So yeah. I think, I think I, I, as far as Philly, because I'm jumping off the damn Hornets because you see how we do. But, I'm cool with that. <laughs> you know, you know, I, 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 I do wish Philly nothing but the best. I think if Harden shows up on the offensive end, and if he just grazes the defensive end, just just a slight bit, put a body on somebody, man. Exactly. I, I, that would be very, very difficult to beat. Of course, the Bucks will be good, and who knows what Brooklyn's going to have. So, um, you know, more to see. I, I would love to see – a conference finals game between y'all and Brooklyn. That would be must see TV. Yes. Um, you know, but you know, yeah. Hey, <laughs> it might be a first round matchup. Yeah. Look, yeah, looking at well the standings. Yeah, I mean, I think Dur- now Durant comes back, I think next week or in two weeks. Yep. So we'll yep. see how they, how they mesh. And, you know, so, I think Simmons, Simmons will probably come back in April or something. So, so he's you know, going to we'll come see. back. At, he's going to come back after the game in Philly. Yeah. Guaranteed. They play next Thursday. They play There's next no Thursday. way he plays there. Simmons is not even going to come. He, I'd be surprised to see him in Pennsylvania at this point. Yeah. 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 He, he acted like he's acted like that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think going back. Because I'm able to passively follow the Hornets, obviously living in Charlotte, listening to 92.7 as of today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, so I knew that they were on, like, a bit of a, a losing streak. But 10th place, you know, isn't that right where they were last year, losing in the play-in game? Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Hornets right back there this year. I think going into the season, that's where I expected them to be. So I'm not – it sucks. But so I'm looking at their February schedule, and they got beat by, like, top five teams in the East and they beat Detroit and they beat the Raptors, but everybody else took it to them, but they faced the Grizzlies, the Bulls, the Heat, Cavs, Celtics. Hornets had a tough February, man. So, I mean, I'm not really surprised. That but they the, lost the, the toughest one was that heat game when they were up like 25. Uh, <laughs> like all Minnesota game, we were up 14 in the fourth. Yeah. Like so many of these games, we just, 
we lost. Yeah. We, we flat out lost. Him. And like you're saying, like we weren't projected to be, but at one point we were looking at fourth place in yeah. the East before Hayward got hurt. Yeah. And it, it just amazes me how much him being out has affected this team. And I guess it makes sense on why they paid it, why he gets yeah. paid so much. <laughs> but, but I mean, to me, you got to trade him in the off season if you can. Yeah. I'd even give up our first to get off him, yeah. just so you can have the flexibility because you can't depend on him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure where the Hornets were when they were in fourth place, but at one point the top six in the East were all within two and a half games. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we were right there, dropping the seventh quick. Yeah, I mean that the, the injury yeah. bu- the injury bug with Hayward and then Martin and Jalen McDaniels. It felt like everyone was like finally gelling. And then those three went out in succession, and it was like, dang, all right, maybe we can rebound and figure some things out. And then just and nothing's really stuck together. Somebody gets hot, but then it's just you give up a 20-something point yeah. lead. And, like, it just – and, again, when do you, as a coaching staff, okay, let's mix something up. Let's throw Kai Jones. I know he's small, like, skinny as shit, but let's just try something. Maybe he can run up and down the fucking court and do something. Let's try book night some more. Yeah, It I really, mean, it really feels like – like old times when just like holding a player out for some mysterious reason of why he's not playing. Yep. Yeah, and then signing Isaiah Thomas to yeah. a 10-year deal. Like just what this team needs, a point guard who can't play defense. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I like Isaiah Thomas too. I'm not hating on him. Like I don't even mind the the, the signing given we lost Ish. But, um, I mean, come on. Give me a break, it's, man. It's almost what? like he – they. It's weird because they're still so young, but they do have some veterans, like like Mason Plumlee, Montrez, but Hayward, Terry, C- Terry like those are some mm-hmm. veterans, but they're all but they're all still so young too. Like they like Miles, kind of yeah. He didn't fall off a cliff, but he hit a wall. Like he, he was, definitely is not playing to an all star level like he was yes. the first quarter of the season. Yes. and now maybe that's because I mean I would assume defensive had, has has you know, focused on him more, yep. especially with Hayward being out. Yep. And Ubre is very Ubre and PJ are the two around him, very inconsistent yes. on a nightly basis. Oh, yeah. Like you never know never know what you're gonna get out of them. Yeah. So I mean, I get it. It it all makes sense and it makes sense with LaMelo too, but that's why I guess at the end of the day I'm starting to lean toward coaching. Yeah. I agree. Cause, Cause, and and I don't know what the, a better option is either. Yeah. I mean, you would assume our w- roster is very intriguing to a coach, but like, what, like, who is that coach? I guess like yeah. it's like it's not a Jeff Van Gundy. I tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. or something like yeah. that. But but I'll tell you this because I and I know you're speaking to like coaching. That's true. But I think he's done such a great job developing so many of these younger players. I think that's what's going to be something that Jordan looks at or GM looks at and says, okay, you know what, we'll give him another year, maybe even two years, depending on how we do. Um, The one issue that I keep getting is that as far as the roster that we keep building, we keep drafting the same or or we're putting out there the same fucking player. Like, you got three guys on the floor that are 6'6", 6'7", 6'8", that all play the same position. It's not going to work. You've got two guys that are slashers that are, are, I mean, Bridges does a lot of his damage off the off the slashing and getting it off the rim. Like that's that's just what he is, and that's fine. But you've got to still find somebody that's going to be able to space the floor, and you can respect. Now Rozier does that to a degree. So does Ubre, but Ubre also does a lot around the basket too. But 
they're not the type to really bang. Like, we don't really have a banger, kind of like what you said. Um, yeah, we early. don't. Like, we we don't, don't have a banger. And I everybody mean, Miles is our, probably the one who bangs in the post the, the most. most. And, and like you said, he's 6'7". Yeah. yeah. He shouldn't be and, doing and, that. And I mean, and PJ is kind of a banger, but he doesn't, he bangs just as much. Yeah, he's a tweener, yeah. He, he don't know what he Oh, Duvall, he's a banger. He just doesn't know how to wrap that thing up is all that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, well, see, now, so time. my, yeah, my, yeah. My, my counter to that, Duvall, is I think in their mindset of maybe this is the offseason, Adam, where you put a package together to get a proven, proven guy in that where you can throw into Washington and a Hayward and a, a book night or whatever the combination of these young guys because you've got so many of the same guys together for that piece, right? Because it sounded like at the trade deadline, a lot of teams were calling about our young guys. We just haven't given up the hope yet because he's developed so many of them. But again, when are we going to turn that corner? Are we going to turn that corner or are we going to accelerate the process and trade some of these guys for a proven commodity? Similar when they did the, you know, what was it? Like the Boris Diaw, Raja Bell deal or whatever it was when you try to not saying it worked out to the best, but you try to get those veteran guys that you know what you're going to get every night as opposed to these streaky guys where P.J. drops 42, next game he drops two points. Oubre drops 45, next game he fouls out in the first quarter. And you're just like, whoa, what are we doing here? So that's to we – I think this this offseason will be key on do we keep going developmental or are we going to actually go out and get another guy similar to a Hayward that's experienced? I'm going to tell you where we messed up, too, man. I, I still go back. We should have traded for Vucevic when we had the chance. Because look where the Bulls are now. Yeah. And, like, we could have we could have easily bit Like, we literally have a very similar, like, roster construction to them to a degree if we were to have gotten, you know, like a f- center. Because yeah. we, could, we could say Hayward was our DeRozan move. Yeah. Obviously not quite as good as DeRozan. But still, if we yeah. had the – the Vucevic, or who knows, and maybe we get Vucevic, we don't get Hayward, and we can sign a DeRozan, you know what yeah. I mean? And we're right there where the Bulls are. So, I mean, we got to make a move to get a center. We got to make yeah. a move, period. Yeah. And maybe maybe they're just waiting on Miles Turner since his hand was hurt at the deadline, and he'll be even cheaper to get yeah. in the offseason if that's a possibility. But, I mean, yeah. they got they got to they got to change it up. Yeah. And again, if not that, at least depending on how this season, they've got to try to inject some new blood into the lineup and try something different. At least see if Kai yeah. Jones shows some promise because trading the future first to get back in that first round to get him, I mean, unless and like I said, unless we were sitting in the two seed or the four seed or the six seed, there's no need for him not there's no reason for him not to be playing at all right now, especially with such a gaping hole in that center rotation. That's center. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, of yeah, course, and I get it. He's, he's smaller, and he's, that doesn't have all the weight. That's fine. But still, he can learn still. And, of course, he can put on 10, 15 pounds in the offseason. But if you can see – and we can't even really see if there's a notch of, like, opportunity. Or, like, yeah. you can see – like, you know how, like, you see that, like, oh, okay, that flags. You can't even really see the flash because he doesn't see the floor. Yeah. And, of yeah, course, I mean, the G League, he's he, he can drop 30 in the G League. Yeah, he's, like, he's oh, balling okay. in the G League. Yeah. But it doesn't – I mean – and I get it, too, because it's similar to the Panthers. Like, you want to go in with veterans if you're trying to make the playoffs. And considering where we were before the injuries, I understand not playing the young guys. But yep. when the injuries come, it's like, I don't understand why you're not doing it. But I also agree with you that he's been great developing these guys. Yep. And I that's why I said I think he definitely deserves to be back next year. But if we don't 
make a first round playoff series, there's no way he can keep the yeah. job. At next year. That's this year, I still think we can lose in the play-in and be fine. Yeah. But agreed. I'll tell you what, we get blown out by 30 like we did last year in the play-in. Yeah. <laughs> they, need to let, they need to let him go, too, because yeah. that's just – you can't you yeah. can't do that. I, okay, so that's what I, I approached this with someone at work the other day. What is the scenario? How many games are left in the regular season? Uh, do we know like – Like 20. 20-something, like right? 20. So what is, the, what is the scenario where – like you said, that line in the sand is drawn where you think he does get fired. Like, obviously, if he loses all next 20 games, it's not going to happen. But yeah. somewhere in between I mean, that, where do you think it's like, okay, maybe we got to go in a different direction? I think there's two. I think what I just said, like, we make the playing game, we, we limp to the finish line and get blown the hell out. Yeah, I think that's that, that could be something – or I think we don't make the play. If, gotcha. if somehow Washington or the Knicks caught us, I think that's also something you got you got to look at seriously. Okay. But I mean, and it and it sucks because he could easily make the argument injuries. Yeah. When I had a full healthy roster, I mean, I had this team overachieving. So yeah, that's why I say give him another year. But if we did bad enough to where we didn't make the ten seed, yeah, then. I think that's when you have to – you might need to do something. Yeah. So Chris. the Knicks – two games against the Knicks in March. So you have to win those two. Have to we, we should because they're a dumpster fire. But <laughs> who, who knows? <laughs> we could be a dumpster fire at that point. I know. <laughs> well, watch, watch. They We freaking hire Thibodeau or something next year. I'll shoot myself. Nah, I just – I can't see Cupcheck and Thibodeau getting along. Yeah, like, I want to see Thibodeau getting along with anybody. I know. I don't know how he keeps getting gigs, <laughs> man. He just runs his players into the ground. It makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Do we think there's a, a coaching style versus type of player on the roster like dilemma going on in Charlotte? Because he comes from the Popovich system, which is very fundamental half court. And we just have these fast, explosive guys on the team. Is there any of that vibe in the Hornets fan well, base that we might? I, I, th- I think I think he took a little bit, and that just that's no different than Steve Kerr and a lot of other players yeah. came from Pop. I think they took a little bit of what he did, which was basically was fundamental: rebounding, defense, and getting good shots. And I think he still implements that same portion into the Hornets. I think the issue is is we're good on sometimes on defense. Sometimes on taking good shots and sometimes on rebounding. But the thing that made, of course, San Antonio so good, they were able to combine all three of those things and be so good. No different than Golden State. They get out and they rip and run. The difference is, is Draymond is cleaning the boards and Bingo. whoever else is there cleaning the board. We don't have anybody to just <laughs> clean the board. Like, nope. At all. Like, or a lockdown defender, or yeah. someone or the lockdown, lockdown or or to even yeah, like because I mean Cody Martin is not. I mean he's playing twenty minutes a game, and he, he he's a good defender, but he's by no means a great defender in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean it, it's tough. It's it's really tough. It's really tough, yeah. and our cap room's tied up right now too. So it's, but I, I do think we have flexibility. We have talent on the roster, which yeah. is some which. When we've been in this situation, like you said, a flat circle. Yeah. Before we, we haven't had any real assets. We had. I feel like we have a lot of assets. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's why. I, 
time in a flat circle? I've never heard that. You shit. never heard time is just a <laughs> flat circle. Detected. It's all the same it thing. It all just like you know, it's the same thing. It's certain at certain points, it's all just going to come back around. The Panthers right, again. Oh, circle. just like last That's year, Tom's Tom's a flat circle. Hayward gets hurt, our team starts sucking again. Oh no, we suck again. And this is just it. It's the same thing. <laughs> We've been through well, the playoff game, flat yep. circle. All right. Yep. True, true detective, Matt. Uh, was it McConaughey? Yep. <laughs> and the same He's thing with, with uh, uh, Game of Thrones, where you know the Hodor oh, scenario. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to throw too many spoilers out there if you hadn't hit the Hodor scene. But that's your kind of time is a flat circle slash it's flat, slash it's all kinds of crazy things. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got the you got the circle right behind you with the clock, Chris. Yeah, me too. Circle yeah, look at that. Look at that. It's all right there. I was a black circle. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I, 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 no, go ahead, Duval. You're good. No, I was just gonna say, um, just kind of to add to your to your point, Adam. Is just as far as from a from a perspective of all those other top tier teams, they may not have like a legit like dominant, or they might have somebody on the wing or whatever that's really good. We don't we we haven't had anybody that's been a legit defensive guy that was like really a they may not have been a specialist but somebody that you could say okay listen we're gonna put you on Durant now yep. on anybody else he's gonna drop fifty but on you he's gonna drop twenty five to twenty seven and then we can make up for it like we don't have anybody like that regardless of who we throw out there to guard Durant he's gonna do fifty or whatever the fuck he it wants. Is- so it I, should be it should be miles, I think. You know what I mean? Really? But I think I, it should be though, if you look at how he plays, and I kind of think that he's doing too much on defense, worrying about rebounding, because we don't have a big. So like we can't even let these guys do something like that. Yeah, I think like you said, the Hayward thing, Hayward's such a weird enigma in in, in the NBA because you you just he shouldn't be that good and how he affects the game. But he does certain things that like Miles doesn't have to focus on, where he can just focus yep. on his scoring and his slashing and all that stuff. Now since Hayward's out, I feel like Bridges is pressing a lot more. He did it last year when when Bridges went. I mean when yep. Hayward went out, and then all of a sudden his mm-hmm. everything kind of dipped a little bit because he's trying to not let these losses come up because he's been on these teams where we lost, lost, yeah. lost, all that stuff. So it's weird how you know Hayward does have that effect, and it's just. But no one else has kind of picked it up, and they've tried to pick it up. And it just keeps it's coming down. But that's where I think, like I said, this offseason will be big. Is do they use some of these assets, trade them away to get a proven, or are they going to still go down this road of all right, develop? But like you said, now you're coming up on having to pay guys. I don't think Bridges was almost yep. looking like max money, but I don't think he's max money now. Just because if he yeah. was, he would he would be able to overcome that Hayward departure, you know. But right. I agree. He still might get it though, and yeah. I won't be too mad, but because yeah. he's young. But like, uh, like to me, PJ's getting traded. Yeah, we're not paying. We're not paying him, so it'd be dumb for us not to trade him in the off season. Yeah, and I think he's the easy candidate too. And I, I mean, I don't think he's a bad player by any means. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of like we're at the point where we need some proven guys. Yep. Yep. Period. We yep. can, we can't wait any longer. Well, because, like I said, we've been drafted in that 8-9 range. We get lucky with the three pick and LaMelo. You take advantage of that. But now, like as Duvall said, we're getting the same similar type of guys. We haven't really swung for the fences and gotten lucky with a, a Giannis or somebody. We, we tried to swing for the fences with a Biombo. That didn't work out years ago. 
I mean, so and it, you, you, when I you brought up, him back right now, when, when you took Duvall, when you brought up the defensive specialist, I remember how everyone loved MKG for so long, and then Carmelo dropped what was it, sixty five on his head, Josh, and ever since then he's yeah, never man, been the same. Well, well, okay, okay, so so to my defense, well, uh, well, not to my defense, but to my <laughs> point, I didn't, I didn't want Gilchrist. I wanted Harrison Barnes. <laughs> One. Listen, let's take if, let's take this back to the beginning, and we could have had James Harden if we trade that two yes, pick yes. to the uh, to the that Thunder, or just had Bradley Beal. Yes, or we Bradley Beal. Yeah. I would have took Drummond. him too. I would take Drummond. I would have taken any yes. of them. I didn't want Gilchrist because Gilchrist rode the coattail of Anthony Davis, and, and all he had to do was play defense and get coast to coast shit. And I knew based off of how he had that hitch in his shot. He was yeah, I, yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe it that a hitch that bad got to the second overall pick. He was just a nice Dude, guy and, and swooned everybody because that and was Brad, like Bradley Beal, Bradley yeah. Beal too. I know. Oh, like man. what? How do you look at those two players and not figure out which one's better? Yeah, well, it was it's that. Cho, it was it's that. Cho. Remember, but it was it was Cho and it was MJ who were loving all the players who had won a national championship. Because they went, yep. remember they were going, oh, yeah. Felton, May. Felton May. Then they were, like you said, it was yeah. the MK, MKGs. It was uh, Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. He didn't win the championship. But, but, that but those, he, was, he, he went far. He was an older yeah. veteran. That yes. Was, yeah, yeah. He went far in the tournament. Yeah. Kaminsky. You know, God so, damn, I yeah, forgot so all about they, that. Dude, <laughs> Adam, he picked Kaminsky over was... Devin Booker. Yes, yes. God. So when that was. needed oh. shooting. Yeah. <laughs> But at that time, he they thought he was going to be the next Dirk Nowitzki. No, there's only one God. Dirk. God, that was so bad. It was yeah, so they bad. said the same. They said that Cody Zeller could shoot too. There, yep. It's a joke. They they didn't want his joke. And then people been God. telling me Mason Plumley could shoot threes too, and he hadn't shot anything. Yeah, so they, all these Dude, big men, could, they just ain't been able to find him. If he fell off a camel, no man. man. He couldn't hit and, if he fell off a camel. And it sucks because now we're drafting well, but we're drafting like you said, all the same <laughs> yeah. type of guys. So it's getting <laughs> yeah, redundant. Yeah, and they so can't. It, it, now it doesn't matter. Yeah, because they can't all showcase their same talents because they're all doing yep. the same exact thing. Same you shit. can't all do the same yes. shit on the court at the same time because. Then there's only one basketball and there's only one hoop to yep. score on for you in offense. So, and the basketball is a circle, just like time. That's right. Yep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right, man. So yeah, well, it'll be a lot of guys with trade value, though, right? I mean, these guys like PJ that aren't getting a bunch of yeah. minutes, maybe not living up. They got great trade value. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, gonna... we got we got options. Yes, that's where I think we. You know, we've hit that. That's. Depending on how we go, I think, like Adam said, I think we're going to hit that 10 seed, barring a major collapse or some other injuries or something like that. They've gotten rid of COVID, so it doesn't matter now if anybody gets COVID because they're all going to be playing. But that's to see how it all fails there out. We'll go. Oh, there we go. We're, oh, yeah. we're back. Back in action. Must be too much cartoons going on upstairs. Hey, you got your bag. I was like, oh, we lost. Uh, <laughs> there's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also, yeah. Besides, besides a major collapse, I think I'm with Adam on a ten seed, and then we'll just see if if Hayward. Do we have a time frame of when he's coming back, or is it just a? We never know with him. That's true. I guarantee you, it'll be the it'll same as last be next year. year. It'll yeah. probably be next year. Damn. He'll try to pl- he'll try to play in the play in, and, and we'll get beat by thirty again. All right, and then now they'll really have to try to make some bigger moves on that one. So. Yep. Hey, who kn- maybe he'll come back healthy. He can ball out. We could trade his ass in the offseason. That's true. 
All right, let's dive over. Since, since we did talk about the combine is coming up this week, we got to touch a little bit on it. We're all over the board. There's so it, it feels like as we you guys predicted and talked about the last time you were on at the Panthers post mortem after the final game. It seems like we're at the lowest point in franchise history. No one really cares. No one knows what to do. Some people want a quarterback. Some people want offensive linemen. Some people want a safety. Some people want this to trade back, trade up, trade whatever. And they don't have any assets. Unlike the Hornets, who at least have some Hornets. assets. Uh, exactly. The Panthers have no two uh, around not around two or three picks. They don't. They one pick in the top what two hundred something. So it's bad. I mean, it's, it's it's bad, and I don't know how it really gets better. At this time last year, they were at the combine. They started talking about uh, trading for Darnold, and then the pro days heated up, and then Easter weekend is when they made that horrible trade. And then they picked up the option without him actually ever stepping foot on the Panthers' field. At That's least, the biggest crime. Yes. That's that the biggest is. crime of it, all of it. And it's all bad, but yes. Jesus. Because think, I actually had this thought today. I was down here playing my, my throwback Madden because I don't play the new ones because they, they're so bad or whatever. And I just thought, like you said, it wouldn't have been as bad as if, okay, we eat the second-round pick this year for him. But if he was able to walk as a free agent and we didn't have $20 million tied up into him, I'd be like, okay, they at least took a gamble. We can wash our hands yep. of it and be done. But now we're literally back to time as a flat circle, Chris. Last year, here we were with Teddy, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, and they're doing the same exact thing, trying to ship another Joe Schmo quarterback out to try to get somebody else in. And here we are back. But now we don't have a two and three pick. Last year we at least had some second and third round picks from it, and it's just tough. So Carolina sports problem. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's a bad thing. So where do we, so what? We got free agency on the fifteenth. Yes. Where? So what are we thinking? I mean, I think we have to sign a starting lineman. I agree. I think there's with. I don't even give a damn where he plays. He could play exactly. guard. I don't yeah. care. A starting lineman, <laughs> as long as it's not a right tackle, obviously. Yes. That'd just be stupid. Yes. But I don't, and I, I would assume we're not going to go after. A, I hope we don't sign a left tackle so it almost ensures we're – because that's where I want a million percent if it's yeah. any other pick. But that still doesn't guarantee that we're going to not go a left tackle. Because, like, even if we go get a left tackle and we got one for two, three years, whatever the case is, and we draft one and we kick his ass in at left guard, we could still slide. We could, do, we could do that, but I, I don't want here, – if here's, we're drafting a left tackle at six, yeah. I want him starting I agree. day Absolutely. one. Right. That's no true. questions. And, I, and, and I then think you pay if, the guards. If you were gonna, if you were gonna do what Duvall's saying, and you and you you signed a left tackle, go get that center from Iowa, who's yes, who's who's summer, who's summer saying not that, at six though. Yeah, I, not at six. not at six. But I'm saying if you were gonna do something like that, get go ahead and solidify. I mean, I I'll tell you what though, I'd rather have him, the center at six I, than a quarterback. I agree. I'm with you. I, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't yell. I wouldn't yell. I'd be mad we couldn't make a trade back. Yes. But yes. Uh, I. I mean, bottom line, if it's not O line with that that first pick, I'm upset. Yeah. Unless it's a trade back, and then we we can talk about that then. Yeah. But until then, it has to be O line. And I think. I mean, per, my personal like free agent choice is I'd, I'd pay the center for the Bucks. Bring him over here. He's he's a mauler. I mean, he's a winner. You know yeah. what I mean? He's 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 was just Tom Brady's center for two years. Like 
bring that type of guy into the locker room. Yeah, you know I what agree. I mean. He don't take, and he he's a maul, we need a maul, we need a smart mauler though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we have we have some guys that'll maul for no reason and get a fifteen yard penalty. Yeah. but we we have to do that no matter what we do at quarterback. We have yeah. to get a no line. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think I, it I, really sucks. And we've talked about it before that since not having a, a second or third round pick. Just that the options at the first round. You really have to nail that first round pick, and he better be a starter day one. Because one, I, you know, I got a theory. If you if you take anybody in the top ten, you might as well pencil them in as a starter, right? In the NFL, now you can yeah. you can get all the coach speak about blah 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 competition, blah blah. Your team sucked. There's a reason you're picking in the top, right? <laughs> Unless you're similar to the Eagles and they trade all their picks and they got lucky and all their teams sucked too. Either way, they could take a little bit more of a risk reward in the Eagles spot, but. For us, anybody they take should be starting because you're picking at six and you're sitting here going, we just finished worse than we did the year before by adding another game. And we've looked the worst we've looked since we were 1-15. And it's just – and at, at that point, you at least had you felt some good vibes and some juice with the Dan Morgans on the roster with all that kind of we thing. We had picks. Yeah, we had picks. Now we <laughs> just – Think about it. If we had pick, if we had our second and third round picks this year – we could literally go O line first three rounds, yes. and those could yeah. all three be legitimate starters. Yes, agree. And everybody would be okay with that. Yes, would be cheap. okay with that. Yes, we'd love it. Yeah, and then you could put, then you could really start playing the QB roulette. You yeah. know what I mean? Then, then you can find out who can actually play. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying Dar- I think Darnold can play, but I mean, no matter who the quarterback is, this O line is not good enough, and they have to do a serious revamp Yes, to have it any shot. I agree. Because it doesn't matter who's back there. They're all going to die. And yep. at that yeah. point, I mean, it, but so, so where are we feeling with, like, rule not speaking at the combine? Do you think that was a – do you think that was a Fitterer slash Tepper Heyman stepping back? Do you think – do you think they've taken over now? Because it seemed like these past couple years, rule has – really led the charge, right? He's been in charge of taking the picks and doing this and all that kind of thing. Now, I think it's, do we think Fitterer's finally taken over with Rule kind of taking a step back because he has not had that much success? I think it's I all think, optics. Yeah, Sorry. I, th- I, I, I think it's a combination yeah. of everything. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just okay. going to say, I th- no, nah, you're good. I, I mean, I – I'm pretty much the same page. I think it's everything, but I think it's mainly just optics. They know the fans hate rule right now, so let's not <laughs> trot them out. Let's not trot them out in front of everyone to get to have everyone throw rocks at them again. You know what I mean? Like at this point, I think the best thing for rule is to just lay low. Yeah. The only thing he can do to make anything better is win games. Yeah, and I think he knows that. So there's no point of trying to sell us on shit anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I, I can add to that, and I'm pretty sure Fitter and and um, the owner was just like, "Hey, you might want to chill out, like just so you yeah. know, like all your because because the thing is, the truth be told, he might have very well been on the hot seat to the point where he was like, "Hey, listen, you're gonna have to get this together," and now he's still sitting out here talking. Now they're like, "Hey, listen." You might want to be quiet because you haven't proven anything. Because you look at the everything before you, what can you speak to? Like you can't do anything. Like, like why do I have you here? Because if that's the case, I can go find somebody else. My, the only thing about that is 
what is Temper or freaking Fitterer done either? You know, too. they've all sucked since. Yeah. The, like Fitterer sucked too. Yeah. I think Fitterer's tied to rule, honestly. I, I think I, he'll be gone. I, and I, I, I hope he is if, if we suck next year. He I, has to be. Adam, that's a great point because no one's really talking about it, but he hasn't. The Luvu move might be the only one that that signing last year was decent and cheap and the re sign of there. We can get into the Ian Thomas signing. That's a wild move. Uh, I oh, mean, God. really, I don't know. I'll say the Gilmore trade for a six next year, that's cool. I mean, you'd gamble on that. But the third round well, pick. If he le- and if he leaves, we get a fifth. Exactly. exactly. So I like that. That yes. trade was fine. Yes, because it'll equal out if he does leave this year. We'll get that pick the I next year. I don't think year. he's leaving, though. I don't think he's leaving. Though. To, to be, hey, if somebody goes out there and throws him a, a, his last big bag of the, his career, I, I think I could see him leaving. But that's okay, you know true. we got we got 14, 13, 14 days to see how that goes. But I mean, true. right now, I mean, his first round picks, his other picks, and his trades haven't really. I mean, the Darnold one is that's he's got to that His his extensions are the worst yeah. things because Robbie Robbie's extension Ooh. looks horrible right yep. now too. Yep. I mean, it's a, and then Ian Thomas yep. makes no sense. And after they knew he got freaking arrested in Huntersville <laughs> for evading police on yeah. a dirt bike, like yeah. how dumb is that, man? Like that's the that's like we got it. I would have let his ass walk. Well, yeah, I would that's dumb. I would have at least I would have at least let him test the waters because there's a lot of free agent tight ends out there. I don't know if he would have gotten big money. So all We're I talking can... about he's a good blocker since when? <laughs> Just because I think they say that because he can't catch. So it's like, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, I mean, and, and on his the first day of free agency last year, he signed Dudu Irving and Dudu uh, Pat Eflon on the offensive line, guys who had Two proven, worst. yeah, guys who had proven that they weren't good at what they do, and that's who they went yep. out and got. So I'm with you, Adam. I, no one's really talking about it yet because he he's still only. Well, his first full year is hitting this, but I mean, if this team goes two, three, and something, and Tep, I mean, Tepper might have to clean house because he never even came out and supported Rule. Never even released a statement. Usually, owners at the end of the season, hey, I support yeah, this. He's coach. been silent. He's been silent. Now, I know he's been working his other, you know, as Adam calls it, the Ponzi scheme, the uh, the soccer that, team. Well, that was. That was Caleb's original term. I okay, my bad. That. Yeah, that was. But I. I, I, I I, I fully echo it. Yeah. So, you know, that – and it'll to me it will be very interesting too because that team's going to suck as well. Yes. And if both teams <laughs> and if both teams are going to suck that bad at the same time and he spent a record amount of money to just get a franchise in MLS and then that stadium's going to be empty because they suck and then the Panthers stadium's going to be empty because they said, well, it's going to be full of opposing teams fans and people trying to make their money back on the PSLs. I mean, I know Richardson did his freaky deaky stuff behind the scenes and in front of the scenes, but at least he could somewhat find some talent out there every other off every other season. But it's not starting well, I mean, off and good. We were stable. Yeah, we had stability, and there's no stability with that in any part of the organization. And you're right, we don't have a damn clue. At least with yeah. Richardson, he didn't speak because, I mean, for the most part, he didn't really need to speak. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? He didn't like we did good enough. And we showed signs, you know, of improvement. Or we just showed a direction. Every, I, I feel like almost every year, even the shit years, we had a direction right after that. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, that's what I need to see this year, well, a direction. And, 
It starts with free agency. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know, even to, to Richardson's bad moves, you know, signing George Seifert, he went and got the guy who just won Super Bowls. Now, yes. again, that was Walsh's team, but you can sit there and go, okay, I can understand why you would give that guy a contract. He went out and, and gave also, Matt, Matt Rule. Him quick. Yeah, he exactly. And then Matt Rule, he signed to a seven-year deal. The man couldn't even win the Big Ten, couldn't even win a bowl game, and went out and gave him all this money like he was, I don't know, Bill Belichick. But even Bill Belichick wasn't Bill <laughs> Belichick, and, and Nick Saban wasn't Nick Saban until they got to where they needed to be. But And they got their asshole, went back, and then came yep. back. Yeah. Like, like that's, and, and that's the thing is, it, you know, so that's where it really would be nice for him to talk and, and eat some crow and be like, you know what, I was wrong because he's been wrong a lot of the, this way through this franchise, Take ripping the turf up, I mean ripping the real grass up, put that nasty-ass, doo-doo-ass turf out there talking about some got to save some money. He's the richest man in America or, or at least the richest owner in the NFL. I don't want to hear about saving no money on some grass, man. Figure it yeah. out. Yeah, I don't want to hear any owners. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And, and, and to add to that, like I, I think one of the biggest things is us as fans want to just hear accountability. So if you fuck yes. up, say, yeah. hey, listen, it was my fault. We didn't put out a good product, and we'll be better next year. Yep. And I don't think that's hard. Like I just said it there, and Tepper could say that, and we would be like, you know what? I yes. appreciate him holding himself accountable for his actions. And the fact that he can't even say, hey, listen, man, we made some decisions. We didn't do what we were supposed to, but just know the next year is going to be better. I can promise you that. And we can be like, okay, cool. At least we know something. If, if it ain't better, he's going to fire somebody. That's, <laughs> that's what he's basically saying, too. So, yeah. like, you know, I, I would be, I would feel so much better than that. But for you to go hide with your tail between your legs and say, oh, I'm focused on this Charlotte football club, which they're going to be ass as shit, too. So, <laughs> like, why even worry? Like, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Accountability is big, man, because if – if it was any other team, like they would say it, like, "Hey, we didn't, we didn't do as well as we were supposed to. We sorry, we let the fans down, but we'll be back next year. We'll be better." It's not hard, and I know he got enough. Well, here, you know, here's what it is: somebody Duval. can draft up some shit like that. I, I think, I think, like you said, his tail was between his legs. He came in hot as the owner, richest guy in the room. Also, probably every room he enters, he's the richest guy in the room, and he probably talks shit and can and have a big head everywhere. Now he's fucked up, and his team has sucked and sucked and sucked. And his first head coach, he fired Rivera. The previous two coaches that went to the Super Bowl that were under the Richardson era, this coach is looking like three years and not going to be good. So now he's going into those owners' meetings, and everyone's laughing at him like, yeah, look, you may have more money than us, but your team is sucks ass. And he doesn't know what to do with that failure because he hasn't failed in a long time. Like, he knows to do with businesses and flipping whatever all his stocks and portfolios yep. and that stuff is. But the NFL is a whole other ball game, and he has realized it's going to take more than just throwing a bunch of money at things and putting the logo at the center of the field and changing up the end zones yep. and all that kind of stuff and putting in a, a new end zone box seats. That, that doesn't create wins. This isn't the Madden where you just go okay. buy those and add it and it's cool, but – yeah. So I, and I think I, I really think he got I think it, our, our whole plan got screwed over with the Deshaun Watson stuff because I, I I really believe we were gonna just offer the house to get him. Yeah. And I believe he would have came here. So it, I think that screwed everything up, and they they didn't know what to do after they pivoted, and they pivoted wrong. They yeah. freaked out. Yeah. I think. It, 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 Go ahead, Chris. It, it, 
no matter what, they, if they don't get better quarterback play, you're not going to win more than five games yeah. because mm-hmm. they, the days yeah. of Trent Dilfer coasting on good D and running to get to the Super Bowl, those days are over, man. Yeah, right. but you, and you, you have a quarterback. That is true. That is I, true. And it, but I, I just think you can't build those teams anymore, too, Chris, because of free agency and everything. I mean, and you've got to hit on picks. And right now we don't have picks. Like, you can look back and say Seattle did it kind of with Russell Wilson. That year they won the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson wasn't Peyton Manning in his prime. He just did enough and could make those plays to escape. But that defense, but they were able to hit Cam Chancellor in the fifth, Richard Sherman in the fifth round, Chancellor in the third, and find those hidden gems. But if you don't have picks, and then if the limited amount of picks you do have, you're whiffing on. I mean, that draft, that Brian Burns draft, it's Brian Burns, and he's the only one left on that roster. Other than that, it's like Will Greer, who we all said as fans, why are they taking this pick? And every everyone from the Panthers media said, oh, you got to take a flyer on a quarterback. And we had so many other needs at the time, and then Will Greer couldn't even crack the team after he died against Indianapolis that one year. And he threw All he threw was seven interceptions or whatever it was. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just tough that, it's just, again, time is a flat circle, but we've kind of sputtered. At the back end of the bad flat circle, we haven't. We thought we were going to see some progress this year, and it just got worse. And to Adam's point, ever since he kind of the snaked his way with the cam thing again, we could have got rid of him. We could have went a different direction. Didn't have to pay Teddy three years. Could have done the one year deal. Could have rolled the dice with Greer that year. Ended up with the first overall pick. Got Trevor Lawrence. Could have gotten a Zach Wilson, whatever it may be. But we had to screw it up with Teddy just to get enough wins. Then we had to go trade our second and get Sam Darnold. And they tried to get Stafford, but Stafford said, hell no, I ain't coming to that motherfucking organization. And you see how he ended up. Yeah, and, and again. Which I know he, he's proud of. Yeah, yeah. well, he he, stood, he was on teams like <laughs> we have right now for years and years in Detroit. Yeah. He said, no, I want to go where some good coaching is, a coach that got Jared Goff to the Super Bowl and almost won it. <laughs> and he went there, and they transformed, and they won the Super Bowl. And that was, you know, that he definitely played the right move on that one. So it is, it is interesting seeing people – run away from rule and I know that's got to hurt temper too because he thought he was hiring a guy that everyone wanted to come be with and he's seen yeah. all the coaches leave and it's, it's just weird man the players still have his back though right that's still the consensus out of the locker yes room. as of right now it doesn't yeah. seem like it's gotten too spoiled too rotten yet it's still thick. but he also Chris to, to counter that has a lot of players that he coached in that locker room so they're yeah. gonna have yeah. his they're gonna have his back regardless because the Robbie Andersons, the Hassan Reddicks, a couple of those guys, he coached. So they're going to be having his back. Hey, man, just stick through it, stick through it. As opposed to you could have some guys that you did coach, and they can be like, this guy's fucking ass, man. Like, come on. Like, what? what's he talking Why's he got our coaches running 40-yard 40, 40 sprints and drills as a joke in the middle of training camp? Like, let's we're professionals here. What are we doing all this crazy stuff, you know? So. Yeah. And, and, to add to, and to add to that, a lot of those guys, we have one of the youngest rosters. So a lot of those guys that are young, they're not going to say no shit to get them, you know, cut or yeah. anything else. So they're going to say the right thing. Now, could they be for the coach? Yes, absolutely, because the coach is also making a decision on yeah. and the GM and owner to keeping them a job. So it's like, okay, listen, I still got to do what I got to do so that I can provide for my family. So I'm not going to ruffle no feathers. Now, if he had a lot more veterans on the roster that a little bit more like not necessarily at the same level as Cam, but similar guys like Cam that like may have made enough money and been in certain situations, they might voice shit totally different, which may or may not have been the reason that he got rid of everybody that was before yeah. him because they might have had a voice that may 
not agree with that, and the shit could have got leaked. Like, hey, man, this dude don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. And then next thing you know, well, you think, know, I, that, that could have been too. I think that's why he's still here. If he would have lost the locker room, I mean, I feel like he would have. He they would have had to fire him if he lost the locker room. Yeah. Considering how young young the team is and whatnot. So, I mean, end of the day, the only thing he can do is win to save yeah. any type of grace. And then if he wins, people will want to come here. So, bottom yeah. line is. He knows what he has to do, and I, I, I hope because they're all saying O line, so I just hope they put into the O line because yeah. if he hadn't realized by now, if we don't have an O line, he ain't gonna win. It don't yeah. matter how good the defense is. Yeah, I Joe agree. Burrow witnessed that in the Super Bowl. Yep, yep. Joe Burrow had all that shit. Guess what? He had no offensive line. Yep. One <laughs> second was all he needed. Chase would have scored. Yep, that's true. Damn. That's true. It we is need a, a Joe, it, it is we a, need fun, a Joe Burrow too. Yeah, we yeah we yeah, yeah. It'd be cool. It's, it'd be cool to have the Burrow, and then like they know. Okay, our first three picks are going to be O line, O line, O line, because we want to protect. Yeah. Especially as we've all seen a, a quarterback on that rookie deal. Do the Patrick Mahomes? Do the Russell Wilson? If you can get them surrounded and boxed up, and make your run now before you got to pay them. Shoot, probably gonna be what 40, 50, well, 60 million a year at some point down the road. So, yeah. And it's fun. It's funny too because I mean I thought they made uh, the wrong pick with Chase over Sewell, but I mean I think it's safe to say they made the right pick yeah. there. And now they can just do exactly what you said. Either draft line, they can draft O line the next five years. They can sign the best O line yep. now. You know what I mean? They got options. Yes, and people yeah. want to come. It, I mean, it's it all works. It's everything. You got to have good players and good coaching to be yeah. a good team. So, end of the day, we got to do a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only the only difficult part about that is, and I, and I agree. I think they did make the right decision with Chase, but I do think that that they could they could draft offensive line until Joe Burrow retires. They may never get back to the position of getting into the Super Bowl ever again. Yeah. Now, of course, they, in their well, mind, I don't think they make it without Chase. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think they made it with Sewell. I that, 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 I, but you know, the counter to that is, is he was sacked the most. So even if he were, if you take half of those sacks away, or or sixty percent of those sacks away, he may have found another receiver. But I ain't but, but, something. But the yeah, counter that there ain't another receiver. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I mean, T Higgins was good. No, but T Higgins. I'm saying. And I'm not taking nothing away. I'm not taking nothing away from Chase at all. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, it's just, it's just that that one moment. If you were able to, or if they would have found a running back to chip his ass, like just something. No, here goes here goes the biggest thing. It comes back, you're talking about accountability, and I'm glad the Bengals coach took accountability when someone asked him why was Samaji P. Ryan running the ball on third and inches instead of Joe Mixon, who you paid top five running back money for. And he's not in the game. I don't care. He's paid top five running back money. And the head coach of the Bengals was like, you know what? That was on me. I told the the, the running backs coach came up to me and said, yo, let's put Joe in. And I said, nah, Samaj is doing good. Let's keep him in. And he actually owned up that said, you know, I should do a better job of realizing that my great players need to be on the field when the biggest moments of it. Because I don't care if I'm going to lose, I will lose with all my best players, not with Joe Mixon sitting on the sidelines, giving the ball to a guy who's a fourth-round pick on his second or third team. No, that's just – that, to me, was the biggest play because Aaron Darnold was able to tackle him short of the goal line, then they went fourth and one, and then he blew up that next play. You get that first down, I think you chip it on down. You go at least get a field goal, good OT. Field goal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, to me, is – at least there was some accountability there. But, yeah, to Duvall's point, you always want to capitalize 
when you get to the Super Bowl because you never know. We know oh, as yeah, Panther fans. Seen it. it could be 13, was, 14 I mean, years. We've seen it. Yeah. And they made, they made a hell of a run. Man. Yeah. I, I, man, they had made a hell of a run. I mean, it takes a little bit of luck to get there. The Titans completely shit in the bed <laughs> when letting Tannehill throw that pick on that, that, that series. They need, a, they, they need to make a move at quarterback, too, if they yeah. want to actually win a Super Bowl. I mean, yep. Tannehill's good enough to be a playoff team, but clearly he ain't got the gumption to win a Super Bowl. No. You know what I mean? No. So... And Kansas City shit in the bed. Too. I mean, that was a wild move as well. I mean, they're up 24-3 going into half, and they end up losing. And, and Andy Reid went back to, as Chris knows, Andy Reid who just wants to throw the ball instead of let me hand it to Clyde's Edward Hilaire and run this clock out. And it's the reason we drafted yeah, him in the first round. round. Pick. And they, they wanted to keep throwing it and stopping the clock, throw some picks and – it turned all around. Joe Burrow made some magic, even though his offensive line stunk, but they held up that game. And yeah, it's it's wild how again, there's no perfect formula to build a team, but if you get some of if you at least draft the right players, get the right coaches in there, I mean, you're hoping that the ball bounces your way and you can make some moves. I wanted to make the argument that the teams that are the biggest threats right now are the ones who drafted their superstars, but then when you got Brady just jumping over to the Bucs and winning the Super Bowl and Stafford jumping over to the Rams and winning the Super Bowl, hard to make that argument, but I still feel like the majority of the yeah. best teams in the league, they drafted their yeah. superstars. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, their cores are yep. all yeah. top I mean, eight, I so. mean, yeah, Chris, to counter that, the Bucks literally was the same team that Jameis had. And they drafted the Mike Evans, the Chris Godwins. Their whole offensive line was drafted from, uh, was it Andre Diller? Who was the guy that we could have taken instead of uh, Derek Brown? Whatever there, he, uh, it was it Andre Diller? Uh, no. no Andre Worse, Diller Tristan Worse. Tristan Worse. Tristan Worse. To the guard, Marpet, that just retired. To Jensen, that Adam was talking about. Yep. All their offensive linemen were all drafted. They're, like, their whole front five was drafted. Their whole defense was – they added Adamicus. You, you sprinkle in some of those pieces. Their whole back end, their their, their backfield was drafted. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the linebacker same, core. Linebacker, yeah. And all the Rams. David. All of all them. 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 All of them, the Rams, well, they, they traded a lot for those. You know, they homegrown the Ramsey because they traded some ones. They traded some ones for Stafford, but – they picked the right free agents, and the you know you, no one ever thinks that thirty eight year old left tackle is going to last. Andrew Whitworth out there, but Aaron Donald. Hey, I wanted his ass. I wanted Khalil. his ass over freaking Khalil yep. so bad then too. Yep, that what was could have been that was a Gettleman specialty right there. Not that Khalil was a bad pick. What? No, no, not Ryan. Ryan. You talking about? You talking about? I was talking about Ryan. Yeah, hold on. Oh, okay. No, no, okay, Matt, bad. Matt, yeah. Matt, turnstile, please. Yes, yes, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. You, you on the red wine tonight? Ah, Matt Khalil. I'm yeah. sorry for invoking his name. Yeah, that was bad. So yeah, I mean, it's it is it's it's been cool in essence as a fan to see different teams win in kind of a different way. But the main thing is you do have to. Hit on your draft picks, or in the Rams' case, hit on your draft picks that few you have. But when you trade those ones, they better get you a return back that, that a Jalen Ramsey and a Matt Stafford do. Because we've seen plenty of trades. I mean, Cowboys been trading ones for receivers for the past 10 years. Roy Williams, Amari Cooper, and they ain't done shit with that either. So, Nothing. You, you know, it's a it's a process, but you, you got to get the picks right. That's true. Yeah. What do, we, uh, what, what, what do you think about old Jalen Hurts? Like trading for him? Good question. Oh, Chris. No, no, no. Oh, that's a good. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Good, what do you think? Good thinking? question, Chris. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's get some. So what are you trading? What are you trading to the Seahawks to get Russell Wilson? What is, what's your offer? I don't, I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked at the Y'all have the, three ones, game. right? You gotta, so you give them a one, you give them yeah, a first, three and you give them one. Up. So what, three ones oh. in Jalen to get Russell? No, that's too much. I give up two maybe two ones. Two ones in Jalen. One. You have to you have to trade Jalen. I do one, two, three in Jalen and call it a day. Yep. But I don't think that – like, do you think Jalen's the starting quarterback ultimately in the NFL, like a good one? I I'd think ta- he's a I'd, starter. I'd take him over Donald right now in a heartbeat. I'd take him over Kirk well, Cousins. Yeah. I'd take him over I'd, Kirk Cousins I'd, either. I'd agree with his contract. Yes. I'd definitely <laughs> agree. I mean, Kirk Cousins is better quarterback, though. That, that, yeah. I don't think. Oh, he, oh, dude, Jalen Hurts, dude. Did you see Tampa Bay's defenders laughing at him in the playoff game because he couldn't read a defense I in mean, the playoffs? But, but you, but you know, Kirk Cousins is gonna give you two or three picks a game. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I take. You know, so, so it, yeah, I take the I mean, mo- mo- look, mobility and the gotta, youngness and cheapness of Hurts over the expensiveness. And what I already know from Kirk Cousins is he's gonna ultimately choke. He choked in Michigan State. He choked with Washington. He's choked with the Vikings. The Vikings got further in the playoffs with uh, what's his name? Uh, Case Keenum. Case Keenum than Kirk Cousins. So. Stay far away from Kirk Cousins. He smells like dirty garbage juice. Keep him way out of here. Yeah, well, if if, if you're wanting Jalen Hurts, I think you're. I don't want him. I don't want him as well. I don't want him. I'm just if I got to choose between there, those two, there ain't no way Jalen Hurts is better. I think no he's, way. He's, lim- he's limited as far as what he can and can't do, and I think as a coach, you need to kind of similar to Cam, not in the same style, but I think. There's certain things that they are really good at, and if you're able to get the best out of them, you can be have a really good Jalen Hurts player. Now, does Kirk Cousins have a little bit more from a passing perspective? Absolutely, but it depends on what you want. But I would, I mean, I would take Hurts over. I think, you know, I mean, I, regardless, our team isn't built to take any good quarterback right now because they're going to die. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. They run well, up in yeah. So yes. Hertz would yeah. actually be better because he yes, because he can run. Yes, that's that's my <laughs> counter to that, Adam. My counter to that is well, he... Mike. I'm not saying I want. I don't want the contract, but I'm just saying if they were made the same amount of money, Kirk Cousins, is right? Better. Okay, okay. Right. That, absolutely. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, agree. I think at the end of big games, you need the guy who's going to get the ball downfield accurately, and I just yeah. You know, the Eagles had the best running, like his uh, historic running game this season but it's just not enough you know you, you got to be able to get the ball downfield and get that last second field goal or you know and we just couldn't do that we played really slow football and hoped on we just we banked on big runs and those yeah, don't come and we can wear down a team which is what i thought we were going to have a chance against tampa i figured we'd keep brady on the sideline we just run it run it on them and then they came out and just tore our asses up and when you can't run it Clearly, you're not going to be able to throw it either because if you can't can't give a running back enough space to run through the line, then you're not going to give the quarterback enough time to throw the ball downfield. And mm-hmm. we just didn't play that game. And then as soon as we got down two scores, I knew that game was over. But I like Jalen Hurts, like you said, as a starter. But I don't think I don't think we're going to win Super Bowls with him unless he makes like a, some big steps in the next couple of years and um, works on his accuracy. 
he did break some ankles, man, and that that is fun to watch. He's got some showmanship to him. It, I mean, it feels a lot like the Michael Vick of the, of the past, you know? Yeah, sure, he can run around all day, but is he going to make the throw when you need the throw? And the quarterbacks mm-hmm. obviously have to make at least two or three a game. Like, damn, that was a nice throw. Yeah. And yep. we just weren't getting that from Hurts. So. Yeah, right. and you got, De- you got Devonta Smith there, too. You can't you got to yeah. get him the ball downfield because he's a – He's he got like one target in the first half of that game. Oh, that, that was, was, that was, that was one of the insane. wildest. Yeah, that was so wild that they well, were just wouldn't throw the ball. Yeah, what? yeah, that was that was strange yeah. as well. So, all right, Chris, what would be your offer if you were putting one together? What's your offer for Russell Wilson? I mean, I feel like you got you got to give them two of the first. They're going to need a quarterback. I don't know who's so hurt. Jalen is is that even enough? I feel like Russell's. And the Seahawks are asking for a lot, are they not? But, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, maybe one first, Jalen and um, uh, Slay, maybe. I mean, I don't think we get rid of him. He's our best corner, and that's where we're weak, and we need a safety, too. But yeah, I feel like if you're only given one first-round pick, then we're going to have to give another big name or at least another solid player. And um, I just don't know who we'd be willing to give up. They can have Rager. They can have him. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think if you if you feel confident enough and you can you can get away with two 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 of the ones and Jalen, you do it. I even think if you feel oh, yeah. like he puts you over in the Stafford range of ready to win a Super Bowl, you give yeah. up those three ones and maybe keep Jalen as an insurance slash backup to learn and say because because right now what is a franchise quarterback worth? I mean. The Rams gave up two ones for Stafford, so you at least got to give up two ones. For if sure. you can, if you throw in that third round, you can still keep your yeah. seconds and thirds. I mean, I think three ones to get a quarterback, and they're all in one year. It's not like you're giving up three ones in three straight years yeah, where you won't have an one. If you it's get, if you get three ones, so then, it, if, then at least if you somehow it sucks this year and it doesn't work out, okay, look, we lost those three that year, but look, we're still tooled up for the next couple of years. We didn't give up mm-hmm. too much of the future. So and a lot of our out a lot of our O line is getting old too, man. So we can't we need to we need a quarterback who's going to thrive with the protection that we're able to give them now. But well, do you do you see them? Johnson might be gone next year, and then you know we got the rugby player. You know, so yeah, who's played well? Mylotta, Mylota. I always forget how to pronounce his name. But hey, hey, we need O line. You stay out of the O line. And by the way, you take any O lineman from Ohio, Iowa. I mean, they're gonna be good, right? Like, yeah, should be. The center that, <laughs> should be that center. That yeah. center yeah. that Jacob wants is yeah. Iowa. That's, like I said, if if you can get two twos or a, a future one or even a a two and a three to drop from six to twelve or fifteen, I or think seventeen. You, or seventeen. Yeah. I think you got to do it just because there's so many holes. Now, again, I think. What you know? What they do in these first couple of days of free agency? Do they go out and get that Brandon Sheriff? Do they go out a guard? Do they go get a left tackle? Do they get Jensen from Tampa Bay? We'll, we'll find out. But I also think, like Adam said, the Bengals may be throwing lots of money because right? they have it because they're not paying yeah. anybody. Bengals aren't paying anybody. So yeah. I and think probably get, and why wouldn't you want to go play with Joe Burrow? Dude? Ex- exactly. Exactly, I could see. Went to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, and he's 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 cool under pressure. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he's shown that clear yep. as day. I, I think if you're the Bengals, you go out and get the the same guys we were just talking about, and then even drafting a guy because, as Duvall said, they have the luxury. 
to not start that left tackle because they're picking at 20, uh, yeah. 31. Whereas us, we can't have the luxury to draft the left tackle at six and be like, yeah, man, just go ahead and uh, sit sit for a year for us. Uh, nah, we got to find somewhere for him to play or whatever it is. But, yeah. It, it, we're, we're lucky, though, because I think the top three tackles, Neil, the kid from State, and uh, Cross, I think they're all top-tier tackles. Yeah. So I think we got real lucky. I mean, thank God we didn't somehow win another game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, though, uh, they're, they've been projecting that offensive tackle from Northern Iowa or whatever it is. Yeah. That, the, that the big mauler. School. Yeah, the smaller school, that big mauler. Seems, he, seemed, he had a hell of a senior bowl where he shut everybody down. They're saying he, he, could, he could be the pick there, too, if all the other ones are gone. I'm fine with that. If, if the other three are gone, I'd rather go with someone who's done it. You know, at yeah. a better level, but I'm, I mean, I'm fine with that as well. I mean, Moten came from small school, yeah. so I mean, I, I'm not worried there. I mean, bottom line <laughs> is, it's a strong class for O line. It is. It really sucks that we don't have more picks. Yep. It really does. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right, before we get out of here, Chris, I sent you the Google sheet link for the notebook. You go oh, ahead. I didn't look. You haven't looked. <laughs> well, you go ahead. You go ahead and look while you're looking at it. We'll do. Our last little, you know, our our tourney pickums out. March Madness, Yahoo, get on oh, there. Shit. ID is a eight seven three password beards all lowercase letters. So get into that. Winner gets the trophy, name on the trophy, and then t shirt and all that good stuff. And then of course Survivor next week. So get your Survivor rosters in. And, Thank you for that reminder. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna do the Survivor Pod on Monday evening, so we'll have a little more time for it to sit out there for people to listen to it and all that good stuff as well. So, get your Survivor picks in there. Due Wednesday before the show starts, I think it's eight p.m. Eastern. So those are the other two things we got going on fantasy wise for the remainder of the month. Chris, how's it looking? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have it, but I know you said. I just. I just resent it to you. Oh, you just resent it to me? Yeah. To your Yahoo. Na, 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 na. Yeah, I don't da, have it. Who has more wins this season, though? The uh, Doug Peterson Jaguars or the Panthers? Here you go, Chris. I'm resending oh, it to you. I mean, you got to go Jaguars, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Right <laughs> it might be a toss-up. All right, Chris. I sent you your Yahoo and your Gmail. All right. I got it through the Gmail. Yeah. All right. Pick a question. <laughs> oh Jesus! I, I'm, I don't. I, and, and as he's looking, I'm thinking, man, I don't. Jaguars and Panthers. I think they finished. I, I feel like. Do they play each other this year? I hope not. Yeah, I don't. I don't, know. I don't think so. We. I feel like our. I mean, you don't know what the schedule looks like in terms of what the teams are, but yeah. I, I remember seeing the teams on our schedule. It didn't look. Very oh. encouraging yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. But, I mean, you never know. You don't know how good the teams are until the season yeah. starts. But I'm pretty sure. On paper, it don't, on paper, it don't look. I mean, it did, you know, we had this same conversation last year. We were like, oh, we got eight. Well, I loved it. Shit. Here you go. Obviously, oh, Falcons, Saints, Bucks, easy, you know. I mean, I'm just saying that we know those are ones. We got Cardinals at home, Niners at home, Steelers at home, Browns at home, Lions at home, Broncos at home. And then we play away, Rams, Seahawks, Ravens, Bengals, Giants. So it's looking uh, 
bad. We're gonna lose. We might not win on the road. Yeah, that's young. I mean, that's I guess that's I guess that's why uh, Matt Rule staying silent because he already knows his job is toast. That's, he's screwed. I mean, with no quarterback, no second-round pick, no third-round pick, even if he went quarterback at six, there's no offensive line. They're going to die. They're going to at least have to sit behind Darnold for a little bit. No well, look at the bad – the bad, the worst two teams on there are probably the Falcons and the damn Saints. Yeah. Be, well, because the, the Giants. Browns and the Lions. Uh, the Lions. I think the Lions will be better. The Giants will be better. The Giants, too. Broncos. The Browns could implode. Up. Yeah. The Browns could implode. The, the Broncos still don't have a quarterback. Giants don't well, have a quarterback. I, I got a feeling yeah. they will. Well, Giants didn't have a quarterback. And, he, and Daniel Jones doodled us up this past year. Yeah, he looked like a damn nice. champion. Good Lord. He was there's dicing. Be, and they're going to... They're going to take the better O-linemen in front of us. They can eat one. And they got two first-rounders, I really, too. <laughs> I, also, I also think the Lions – I mean, not the Lions. The Giants learned from the Panthers' mistake in not picking up Daniel Jones' option and realizing yes. why not yes. – unless you're absolutely sold and it's a, a, a guy who's already made the Pro Bowl and he looks great, not pick it up. If he balls out, we can franchise tag him. Just no harm. Him. Yeah. No yeah, harm, no foul. Just pay his ass. Yeah. But if we pick up the option – and he doesn't ball out, then we're stuck with $20 million that we can't get rid of that no one else is going to want. And I think the Panthers taught the whole NFL that of a court, for a quarterback, especially a guy that's been so fluky that you don't want them problems. Yeah, thanks, Dave Tepper. Yeah. All thanks right. for bringing soc- soccer into town. <laughs> All right, Chris, what you got? All right. Would you rather be bald on your head or hair on your feet you could never cut? <laughs> oh, what? Who put who that in there? Oh, here's a better one. No, wait, no, you got no, no, who put? You gotta, you gotta stick with the one. Who put that in there? Here's my call. Anonymous. Anonymous. We can go to the uh, second smart. one. I'd have to go. I'd have to probably just go bald head over hair on your feet. You couldn't cut it all. Well, well, yeah, because you're gonna lose. You probably lose your hair eventually, right? In theory, I mean, yeah. that way as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't need to say right. It's coming for me. I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just barring time right now. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say hair on my feet, and I'm gonna just wear socks because Even I, to I the still beach? got a good little bit. Yeah, man. Well, well shit. Yeah, I, I don't gonna, care at that point. You gonna be you gonna be catching fish with your feet here at the and damn beat in the yeah, pool. And, yeah, and you, and you didn't specify how much hair is gonna be on the feet. It ain't gonna be like Afro shit on your feet. So you <laughs> hey, know what? Yeah, it is. Just, yeah, it is. Yeah, no, nah, don't be trying to add to it. Yeah, no, hey, no. <laughs> we just clarified it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take hair on my head and I'm gonna just have salt and pepper. I'm not putting that voodoo on me. I'm gonna always have hair. <laughs> I got a good hairline to this point, so I'm good. Yeah, I would be an ugly ass bald dude, man. <laughs> I'd have to go with the hair on the feet for sure. All right, what was your second one that made you jump out of your seat, Chris? Oh, we'll uh, get out of here. Shit, man, this list is so long. How'd you, you already? It? I thought you said it was oh. a good one. You lost it. I, no, I remember it though. Would you rather wear handcuffs or a bike helmet to bed for for the rest of your life if you had to choose one? 
I think that was the gist of it. Handcuffs on a bike? Oh, Jesus. Dude, what is going on? What has happened? I don't know to this who notebook? created these questions, but like, yo. Handcuffs? I mean, I'll, does, someone's a little freaky, is what that is. Someone does what? LSD. Yeah. <laughs> Hand, I, I mean, I'll go a bike helmet just because I feel like I don't need, if someone come and get you in a room and you got the handcuffs on, it's a wrap. But at least with a bike helmet, I can still use all of my extremities and yes. I can get up, take and a piss, I can take a shit, I can run, I can, if I'm handcuffed, yeah. you you can't do that much. Yeah, yeah I go helmet. Helmet, you can get a comfy one. Yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody put in the notes, LOL, what the fuck. <laughs> so somebody's yeah, probably yeah, in there and seen that question. Yeah, give me the bike helmet, man. Somebody would have had crazy come in the crib, at least I can ramsack them. Like, if my hands behind my back are in front of me, like, I can't do shit. Like, you can't even nah. check your phone. No. No. <laughs> you know, like, I want to turn over and check my phone if I need to. You can't even do that. Yeah. See? Give me the bike helmet all day. Yeah, that's easy. That's easy money. You can help. You can headbutt the hell out of someone too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chris, peace. Wait, no. Were you handcuffed for bike helmet? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Chris, what? Wants to, Chris got the handcuffs. Yeah, he's like, already thinking too. about it. He get he get them locked up. Lady, lady coming over and everything. Look at him. Oh, uh, he said handcuffs. Uh, we found the LSD. Yeah. <laughs> Say I'm what? Oh. I need some dinner. It's late. So but you... no, yeah, I tell me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I thought I had already said that. No, I don't. I don't remember you saying this. Maybe I have to take the tape. You might have. All right. I think he did. Okay. Well, was... <laughs> I'm just gonna. I was gonna let it ride. Though. Yeah, that was. Hey, that was still a classic, classic moment there, Chris. Man. Well, I, I, I appreciate you fellas stopping by. And yes, all that sir. good stuff. We'll get back to it. Survivor coming up next week. Then March Madness, a great time of the year. Weather's getting warmer. So, Chris, man, now how do we end the podcast? Peace.